Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our first storyteller is Pete Holmgren, who will be sharing a story about finding love in the age of social media. Please welcome Pete. Right. I've always been a relationship kind of guy, uh, but back in the spring of 2014, I was in a rare single period of my life. I was sandwiched somewhere between a failure of a two-year relationship and a different failure of a about-to-be relationship. <laughs> uh, I was bored and living in beautiful Waterloo, Iowa. Uh, and I loved having one-off conversations behind the bar and meeting new people. So uh, when it came time to find new romance, I chose the easiest path that took the least amount of effort and one of modern love's greatest inventions, Tinder. Uh, to be honest, I don't remember many of those Tinder conversations. That's how meaningful they really were. Uh, uh, I probably rambled on about how awesome the first season of True Detective was or how much I love Watermelon and Jason Mraz. Um, but I do remember one thing, it's that I matched with a nurse. Uh, my two previous relationships were with nurses, so it just kind of made sense to me. Because uh, uh, I can barely take care of myself, and nurses do a really good job of picking up the slack. Um, we exchanged a few sentences, the nurse and I hit it off, we decided to meet up at a local coffee shop or something like that, but in true dating app fashion, we never met up in real life. Um, Fast forward a year later, and I'm back home, living in Des Moines, um, in the middle of that failed relationship I mentioned earlier. And I'm behind the bar at El Bait Shop, where I still bartend. <laughs> um, for those of you who have never dated a bartender, let me give you some advice. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> it sucks. Our hours are late. Um, we always come home smelling like tater tots and peppermint schnapps. Maybe that's just me. Um, but it's hard for us in the industry to date outside of it when a majority of the population is out having fun on a Friday, Saturday night or asleep at a decent hour. So I had a general rule of thumb to never date anybody I met at a bar. Needless to say, my most recent girlfriend, I met at a bar. Um, and for our purposes, I'm just gonna call her E. Um, e and I were both dating other people at the time we met, but we exchanged numbers anyway. Uh, she ordered great beer, we had nice, funny, smart conversation, and she was pretty, so why not? Uh, and we ended up seeing each other out and about around town, because Des Moines is so small. Um, and eventually, E finds out that I write poetry, and so does she. And she invites me to poetry nights at the Lyft, a bar downtown. Excuse the Jimmy leg. Um, and I always say, yeah, I'll, I'll show up, but in true Pete fashion, I never show up to anything people invite me to. Um, and you know how you can change people's names in your phone? I became Flaky Pete in her phone. <laughs> it's a really hard hole to dig out of. Um, but eventually we both find out we're single at the same time. Um, obviously we make out. 
uh, and random summer nights hanging out kind of become our thing. Uh, and then after a few months of that casual BS, we decide to make things more serious. And we quickly starting hit all those modern day relationship milestones. I had photos over on Instagram with the hashtag Woman Crush Wednesday. Uh, we became Facebook official. I went from flaky Pete to nice Pete to Elbate Pete to just Pete in her phone. And my favorite modern day relationship milestone, our first STD test together. <laughs> yeah. It was a Tuesday in February, right around Valentine's Day. <laughs> kind of like tonight, really romantic. Um, and then we had found out someone in a previous relationship had not been faithful, so we did the responsible thing and got tested. Uh, we both had to work that morning, so we drove our separate vehicles. Um, <laughs> we get there, we fill out our paperwork, uh, we sit in the waiting room, E gets called back first, finishes the paperwork, gets out of there as soon as she can. And I realize I'm still in the waiting room and I'm gonna be late for work, which is my least favorite thing in the world. If I'm not 10 minutes early to a shift, I freak out the whole day. Um, so I take my phone out, text my boss that I'm gonna be about 15 minutes late. I let her know that I'm gonna be late, I'm at the doctor. Um, and finally I get called back um, and the nurse kind of pauses trying to rack her brain, her brain around how she knows me, and yeah. <laughs> it, she realizes I was the guy she had matched with on Tinder so many years ago. Um, <laughs> I guess we finally did get a meet in real life. Uh, <laughs> um, we exchanged knowing glances, but she's a professional. Uh, and she quickly does all my blood tests, asks me a bunch of fun sexual history questions. Um, and to my surprise, they give you your test back right away. Um, and I'm very excited to text E about my negative results. They were negative. Um, and have you, have you ever texted the wrong person? Because they were the last person you had texted in your phone? Yeah. <laughs> I had sent a message to my boss, Teresa, <laughs> uh, that said I am HIV, gonorrhea, et cetera, et cetera, free. <laughs> uh, after, after a few minutes, uh, she uh, texts me back, assures me it'd be more awkward if it was positive. <laughs> uh, we have a good laugh about it, and my coworkers know, and now you, 1,200 strangers know. Uh, but anyway, back to E. Uh, <laughs> the relationship was progressing at a really good rate. Um, we got an apartment downtown together, uh, which eventually led to a cute and adorable and crazy puppy named Freud, um, which led to a cute house on the south side of town. Um, and I, we even went to a Jason Mraz concert together, which if you, if you know me, that pretty much means we're engaged. <laughs> Um, and I couldn't stop documenting every part of this on social media. Um, we'd go out to sushi date nights, and she hates when I take her photo. 
I don't care. I posted on Instagram. I know that I'll get a bunch of likes. Um, she makes fun of my credit score, which is terrible, because hers is immaculate. Um, I'll put that on Twitter. That'll get some retweets. I, we bought a Swiffer wet jet together. And not a single person in the world cares, but I shared it on Snapchat for weeks. Um, things were good. They were really good. Uh, and then one day, a Friday night, I came home from work and asked her where we were going to go to dinner that night. And her response was, I don't think we're going anywhere. She didn't want to be with me anymore. Um, since that day, about six months ago, we still really haven't talked. or I don't have a reason why, um, even with the promise of one day we'll talk. But here's my idea of what went wrong. I was so busy documenting this perfect life, what I thought, on social media. Um, but I wasn't actually really living it. Um, yeah, we had good times going out together. Um, but in reality, we were just at home, mostly sitting on our couch, watching Netflix, um, really not talking or dreaming about what was next. Um, our everyday conversation kind of got to the point where we didn't have it and kind of broke us. Um, it was, yeah. Um, our everyday conversations about what was next and our stresses at work and life, they really just stopped. <sighs> yeah, let's stay up till 3 a.m. Uh, this, this took, st <laughs> I'm going to get my paper out. <laughs> I've been struggling with this for a while. It's the sad part. <laughs> um, yeah, we barely talked to each other in real life. Um, and when we did talk to each other, we really didn't know how to talk to each other. Um, and I was trying to build up this amazing life on social media. Our Facebook posts always got hundreds of likes and comments. Um, even customers at my bar would ask me, when are you getting engaged? When are you getting married? And I'd say, pay attention to social media and you'll find out. The appearance of our relationship on social media became more important than my actual relationship. Yeah, of course, we were only celebrating the good times. Um, our bad times never became public, but they were really never anything we discussed between ourselves. Uh, it's ironic to me that in an age of social media, when you have so many ways to communicate and love your partner in the modern world, sometimes we don't really communicate with each other at all. Um, and in the months since the breakup, I've gone back on dating, dating websites um, where I've recently seen her, <laughs> swiped left on her. Um, <laughs> but I know that type of connection is not for me. Um, I'm looking for somebody who can pull me out of the distractions of social media and technology and pull me back into the real world. Um, as my favorite rapper says, no, one, no woman should ever uh, wish she was your iPhone screen. Um, and who knows, maybe my next girlfriend and I won't even become Facebook official. Thank you. <laughs>